to all of you who have listened, shared and connected with me, thank you. I started Empower with Mahi because my deepest passion is for women to feel empowered. My new business, Organize Her, is no different. The tools we create are designed to give the busy woman back her peace of mind by helping her keep her shit together and get stuff done. Our vision is for women everywhere to feel in control of their lives, confident within themselves, and have enough time for everything that matters to them. And I am so excited to announce that Organize Her has officially launched and our productivity planner is available now at our website in addition to our digital moneymaker budget tracker. Those of you who have followed along throughout 2023 know how much time and thought has gone into these productivity planners and I know I am totally biased because this is my baby but I am completely obsessed with the planner and I know you will be too. Our website link is in the description organizeher.co and from the bottom of my heart thank you for inspiring me to fulfill my purpose for your ongoing support and for being a part of this journey with me. Kia ora and welcome to Empower, the podcast that has one sole purpose, which is to inspire you to live your best life as your best self. My name is Mahi Sorensen. I'm a lawyer, girl power advocate, growing independent woman, of course. I'm obsessed with self-love and personal development. So now I'm also the host of this podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I will do my best to make sure that you can take something meaningful from this podcast and apply it to your everyday life. But for now, I am about to become your personal hype woman because it is my purpose to empower and I hope to do the same for you. Kia ora te welcome to today's episode. I am going to be doing something a little bit different. I feel like I always say that, but I promise I really mean it this time. I have been reflecting a lot on the podcast and I've been thinking about the episodes that I do and I've decided to incorporate some practical stuff in here. Don't get me wrong, I love chatting about deep self-improvement, personal development stuff, but I also consider myself to be pretty straight up. I don't like mucking around and those of you that have been tuning in for a while will know that I also don't like mucking you around. So, Today's episode is going to be practical and I am going to be telling you what you need to know if you are looking for a new job. Before we get into it though, just a few things. I know that last month I said that I wasn't going to offer coaching anymore, but of course what happens, I pick up two new coaching clients and honestly, I love working with my one-on-one clients. If you're listening, ladies, you know who you are. It fills my soul, it's energizing. I love seeing the woman that I work with grow over the time that we're working together. And honestly, because I love it so much, I just, I take back what I said. Let's pretend I never said it. Coaching is back on my website. I'll add the link in the description for those of you who are interested and I'm very much open for that at the moment. Also remember, if you haven't already, you can access my free personal development plan, free habit tracker and a bunch of other resources at my website, mahisorensen.com. I'll also check the link for that into the description as well. Now let me preface this by saying I am not an HR expert so the things I'm about to share with you are simply from my experience 
as someone who is very familiar with the job application, job interview process, and across various fields. I might be a lawyer now, but before this, I worked in retail, I worked in hospo, I did promo work, I did all kinds of stuff. So number one, apply for the job if you meet 60% of the criteria. I have talked about this before in a previous episode. There is a statistic that men will apply for a job if they meet 60% of the qualifications listed, whereas women will not apply unless they meet 100% of the qualifications that are listed. And we need to end this. We need to end this now. I myself have been guilty of doing this in the past. And I think what happens is we look at a job application and we scroll down to where it says work experience and we start looking at each bullet point and say, yeah, I'm that, I fit that criteria. And then you get to where it says you need three to five years experience and you've only got two years experience. And then you think, oh, okay, this role isn't for me. And then you give up. Don't do that. There are so many people out there who are so underqualified for the roles that they have, but they got it because either one, They could show that they were valuable enough for the role that the unmet criteria didn't really matter. Or number two, they had no competition. Like it was only them. And the reason that they had no competition was because everyone else that would have been their competition looked at the job application and ruled themselves out. Just apply for it. The worst thing that can happen is that they say no and then you haven't lost anything for that. It's about really believing in yourself and believing in your abilities and believing in the value that you bring. Number two is CV and cover letter design. Okay, so I know the biggest hassle about job hunting is the time spent having to update your CV and your cover letter. Not only do I think that it's just an obvious non-negotiable, I totally believe in taking it one step further and personalizing the design of your new CV and cover letter so that it is tailored for the company or the job that you are applying for. So this could mean using company colors in your CV or cover letter, using particular icons or a font that resonates. Maybe it's the same as like the font that the company uses, company organization, wherever you're looking at. And I know how this sounds for those of you who are like, I don't have a creative bone in my body. This will be making you wince and don't worry, I am also that kind of person. It felt kind of out of reach the first time someone suggested that I should do this, but you know what I use? This is my hack. I use Canva. Many of you will already know about Canva, but I know some of you don't. I have got Canva Pro. I use it for everything, including my CVs and my cover letters, everything. And it has templates. So most of the design work is actually already done for you. You just need to like input all of your information. It is full of CV templates. It's full of cover letter templates, just everything. And when you're looking at the design that you're using on both your CV and your cover letter, you want to make sure that the design is consistent across both. So it's like your brand and whoever's reading it, whether it's like a recruiter or just the employer directly, they want to be able to you know, make that connection. So when they see your CV and they see your cover letter, they're like, oh, this is, this person obviously has put a lot of thought into their application. They've put a lot of thought into the detail of their application and they're making an effort. Is this a bit of extra work? Yeah, of course it is, but it will make your application stand out from the rest. And if you really want the job that you're applying for, I think it's totally worth the extra time to add that detail and it will help you land an interview. Kia ora. just quickly, those of you who follow me on Instagram or TikTok will already know that I'm obsessed with my desk bird standing desk. 
I purchased it last year and when I tell you it is one of the best things that I have ever invested in, I work from home and I could not do it without my standing desk. So I'm super excited to let you know that I have partnered with Deskbird and you can use my discount code MEHI to get $40 off any desk purchase on their website. They are an investment and trust me when I say I did a lot of research into the best standing desk before I purchased mine and I truly believe they are the best on the market. Even better, they've got free shipping New Zealand wide and a 10 year warranty. So why wouldn't you want to check them out? Link and details in the description. Number three is study your job description. This is important for your CV, for your cover letter and for the interview. You want to study that job description harder than you've studied for anything else. My process is to go through a job description and highlight all of the important parts, what the job will involve, the work experience required, the skills an employer is looking for, flexible working policies if there are any, company information like values, culture, And I have a different highlighter color for different things. One is for things that I need to take note of and include in my cover letter. One is for things that I need to include in my CV. And one is for points that I need to just note down for myself, particularly if I require some clarity. So for example, remote working policies are a must for me now that I've worked from home for like a year. I will just never go back to working full time from an office again. So if I read a job description and it's not entirely clear what the working from home policy is, then I can flag it. And then it becomes a question either that I will just flick to the recruiter directly by email or one that I will raise in the interview, usually both. I also have a highlighter color for things that I need to consider before the interview. Sometimes I think we panic when we put together our CVs or cover letters or prepare for interviews because it feels like you don't know enough or you need more information. But trust me, everything you need is in that job description. So learn it. And if it's not in there, what it's going to do is help you form some meaningful, legitimate questions that you actually want to ask when it comes to your interview. Number four is pay negotiation. I've just recently spoken about this on my TikTok. When it comes to pay negotiation, we hear a lot that in order to get the salary or the wage that you want, you need to provide clear, strong examples of times that you've gone above and beyond, and therefore why you're worth X number of dollars to a company or to an employer. But what's missing from that advice is how to do that. It's one thing to say you need to provide clear examples, but no doubt you've got so many examples of times that you've gone above and beyond. How can you ensure that your examples are going to hit the mark with a potential employer? My favorite tip is to go back to that job description, go straight to work experience, to that work experience section where it outlines the experience that ideal candidates should have. Go through each of those bullet points creating examples of you going above and beyond in the context of those bullet points. So for example, if one of the criteria is say good at time management, you're going to come up with an example specifically about when you have gone above and beyond in respect of time management. This is super valuable, particularly for roles that have a specified pay band. If you can prove that you go above and beyond and all of the criteria of the work experience sort there's no credible reason why you shouldn't be at the top of that pay band. And don't undercut yourself. You're probably worth a lot more than you think you are, and you are totally capable of earning more than what you are now. Also, never accept the first payoff you're given. It's not rude to go back and ask for more. That's when you bring in your examples. Worst comes to worst, they will say no, and then it's up to you to decide whether you will accept 
on a lower rate or look elsewhere. If you do accept a lower pay, I suggest you ask about the company's pay review policy, get it in writing that your pay will be reviewed by X date, you know, three months after you start or six months after you start. So then you've actually got something that you're looking forward to, you know, it's coming and you have like a reason to perform. Number five is check your mindset. I don't know where it comes from. I know for me specifically, there's an element of the toxic legal hierarchy in there. When it comes to looking for jobs, I think many of us enter that process with a deficit mindset or like a fixed mindset. And by that, I mean, we focus on our weaknesses or on the things that we lack that would deem us incapable or unsuitable for a role, rather than focusing on the value that you could bring to a role or what that role could give you in return. When you're applying for a job or when you're going into a job interview, I think it is totally normal to feel like you really need to fight for it or like you need to put your best cards on the table to prove that you're worthy or dare I say beg for it. But it's not a one-way street. Employers also need to prove that they can do right by you. As potential employees, we think often about how to prove to potential employers that we are worth their monetary investment. But how often do we think about the need for a potential employer to demonstrate that the time investment of a potential employee is worth it for them? Personally, I believe time is more valuable than money. So not only should potential employees be focusing on whether an employer can bring them value, but I actually think employers should be fighting twice as hard to prove it controversial perhaps, but it's not a one-way transaction. Most of us work to make money and to earn a living, but it's really easy to forget that actually the work you do is really valuable to your employer as well. And they need you just as much as you need them. I also need to acknowledge the privilege that sits beneath that sentiment because I am well aware that there are many people who have to accept any job because life is just so unaffordable at the moment and we all have our own responsibilities and commitments. But irrespective of whether you do have a choice about where you work or not, it's important that you take note of your mindset, of the way you think about yourself in relation to your job. Always try to make it about what you have to gain from your job rather than what your job is taking from you or your weaknesses. Anyways, that's all I have got for you today. I'm not going to lie, guys. I have just worked a full day at my new job and it was really busy, which is why I'm recording this episode tonight. It's a good reminder that I need to take note of my own time management, but I am proud of myself for making this a priority because I need to get this episode out to you. So thank you for listening. Wherever you are in your job hunting journey, I'm wishing you all the best. And don't worry, even if you don't get an offer or don't get an interview, something better is just around the corner. I swear it's always the way that things work. So stay open to opportunities and believe in yourself. You will be fine. And on that note, I will love you and leave you. Thank you for listening. I appreciate that you take time out of your day to listen to me. Make sure you do something kind for yourself today and I will chat to you next week.